Hurt my feelings. It's the whole hey. thing. You don't even know. Trips that you plan for the next whole week. Bands too long for a nigga so cheap. And your flex so deep. Your sex so deep. You got it, girl. You got it. Hey Smooth, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I think I might be on the CB2K wave, bro. This 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 one right here might put me on the CB2K wave, bro. Talking while you come around and now they silent. Do the problem with the nigga. Ain't never got you know it being modest. Popping ship it only cause you know you popping. Yeah, you got it, girl. You got it. You ready, nigga? All right, man. How y'all doing? This is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This podcast. Uh, ain't no need to say the episode no more, man. You know, you know where you at. You with the guys, man. I'm your man, Goldie Rube, Goldie Fats. I got my main man, Smooth, with me. Yo, 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 yo. Kobe and Shaq in the building. <laughs> Shout out to Rakia. She taking a break, getting a mental health right. Uh, check in with you later, shorty. It was good, bro. What up, what up, what up, you know? Yeah, Glad man. To be here. I woke up in like a great mood today. Like, yeah. It's been like five months since I woke up in like a good ass mood. For it's real, the bro. it's the weather, yo. When the weather change, yo, it make your whole outlook on everything change, bro. Like you just thought you feel better about everything. And I'm back in the birthday. <laughs> and this and this song right here gonna change everything. I, I think I might. I told you, bro. I think I might have to join the CV2K wave, bro. Just yeah, bro. I'm I'm about to go rent a drop top. <laughs> and I'm just gonna cruise down. This this song right here for all my light skin GBs with the beard, like Trey, fucking Flizz, Gun, a Gunner. Y'all gotta sit this one out, bro. This, <laughs> <laughs> this this for me, you, oh, earn. You feel me? Like this for the light skin GBs, bro. This some light skin shit right bro, here, bro. Like, I feel like I'm riding down the street with this, like, and shorty can't even. She don't even put your arm on my armrest. Like this is all my shit. <laughs> Don't even, don't touch my arm rest. This is my shit. This is my shit. Don't put your That's a big chair. fact, bro. What's good though, man? What you get into this weekend? Uh this weekend? Um, I ain't do shit, man. I was tired as hell. I mean, I went to Surf City last night. Little quick shit, you know. Had a little sangria bucket. I ain't know they had them buckets like that, bro. I need yeah, to that go shit, there. It still stink up there though? Nah, I wasn't stink. It was kinda cold, bro. Like I forgot that I was going by the water. So I went down there with the with the short sleeve shirt, bro. I just kept drinking, hoping that it was. You know how chicks be—they get the little henny jacket and shit, like whatever they, whatever they drink, they put a little jacket on. Nah, that shit don't work. I was cold as a motherfucker. <laughs> nah, I was about to say. Like, every time I go to Surf City, it smell like fish and butt. Like I don't, I don't be with it, bro. Like I'm just keeping it real. Like it's a good, it's a, it's a good location, location. But that Hudson, bro, mm, on a bad day. It don't it don't work down there. I just be thinking about the motherfuckers that got yachts in the Hudson, bro. Like that's yeah. just nasty ass. Or the jet skis, like ew, that water's that's like getting spat on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's like a nigga you, walking up to you and just stepping on a puddle right in your face, like just shit. spitting on you, like with a, a loogie, like that's like somebody <laughs> spitting dead in your face, bro. Yeah, that shit is funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, but you know this this is my week of uh, taking off from the CB2K19. Oh, word. Yeah. Last so, week, last week was crazy. 
Oh, would you get into? And that's another thing. I gotta apologize to the fans and the listeners, man. We took a we took. How are we gonna come back fresh and then take a week off right after that? It's because Kobe wasn't here. Man. Hashtag blame smooth, man. It's because Kobe wasn't here, man. Fuck you, that I wanted, bro. I wanted my, I wanted y'all to do it, man. But nah, I, I was gonna do it. It just we uh we had conflicting schedules and shit. We ain't had time. Like nobody could meet up at the same time. We all had yeah, different. So, but just send an apology to our current listeners and our new listeners. Uh, we apologize. But uh, last week, um, you know, I had to handle some business in the morning, and then I went out to uh, Soho Park with uh with O and uh, Molly and shit. You know. Kick off the CB2K19 wave because after Memorial Day weekend is when the summer starts. Ain't so. send, ain't send no invite. You right, you right, you right. But yeah. you know, it's more, it's more locations. You know, I, I told, I told ain't getting stopped short. But you know, I tell you one thing, bro. When you go to all these day parties and these brunches and shit, don't nothing hurt worse than when you send that that text at nine o'clock and Shorty ain't <laughs> with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, nine o'clock p.m. Yeah, nine o'clock p.m. Because that's, that's when the day party over. Yeah, and you ain't like because. First of all, let's get this right, bro. I don't want to go to no more night waves. Like if this shit, if the <laughs> club is going on at nighttime, don't don't invite me. It's it's too, it's too much. Yeah, because I that's what I said. Like that let out, it, it be two three in the morning. Like that's it, bro. Yeah. I just want to go home, and go to sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So if if the, my fist is only for the daytime, all like <laughs> all light color shits. Like you know what I mean, so don't invite me to no nighttime shits. But at nine o'clock, you send that text like, yo, you up? She don't respond That shit don't bounce back right Or she be like Yeah you know I got work in the morning <laughs> Nah I think I gotta fuck With uh, Barcode This uh this Tuesday bro I think I'm out here uh, I ain't been a Barcode In a minute Yeah bro I think I gotta do it this. I think I gotta call up the gang Like yo we out here Did they, did they finish that pool? Uh, I don't know, but they they just had a party recently. That's gonna change the game though. They they trying to really separate themselves about. But I don't want to be in that pool though. Oh no, I'm no, gonna no, keep no. it that, real that with pool you. Is, that, that pool is gonna be filled. I, I promise <laughs> you, we gonna see a nigga in there with butters. I promise you, you gonna catch somebody in there fucking like it's it's gonna happen. Somebody in there trying to pop it off. Like I'm just waiting, yo. It's, it's gonna happen. But I and I just can't trust Jersey people, man. Too many people don't shower. Too many people be musty. Like I don't want to be in the pool with that type of vibe. Like I'm good. Yeah, I just was telling I just was telling my boy the other day. I'm like, yo, bro, Jersey's really like loving hip hop. <laughs> like it's like a love triangle just going on that just be festering on my Instagram timeline. I'd be like, what's it? Wasn't nah. you with oh boy? Like niggas is yo, it's deep. I'd be like, yo, keep me out of it. I don't want to be in a Bermuda Triangle. See that, and that's the scary part. Being with somebody, you, you know what I'm saying? You thinking it's all good and shit. Go to, the, and that's fucked up too, because I was in that type of situation before. You bringing up old memories now, nigga. Oh, that shit's <laughs> Like, damn, you thinking you, you thinking you holding shit down, and she out here doing her bullshit, but then you can't even get mad because you've been doing your bullshit the whole relationship. Like, we, we just fucked up out here when you just two fucked up people, man. But anyway. Uh, that's nasty. Summer, man. Some, summer is upon us, though, man. I'm just waiting for the, the Gemini season shit to end, man. Just keep them away from me. <laughs> oh, it is Gemini season. I know way too many of them too. Just keep them away, bro. Never again. It's all good. The Cantus coming. The emotional Cantus turn right after that. You know what I'm saying? Then that Leo gang you heard taking over from the 99 to the 2000. But you, you can't just take a break from CB2K. Like you can't just take a break in mid in mid weekend, bro. You supposed to, you said you was gonna rock out until your birthday. Like that means nah, you supposed to it, go like, from it now. Wasn't, it wasn't nothing popping off. Like if I had a move, I would have went. But it wasn't nothing popping off. Like it was a night wave that somebody. But like I said, I'm not going to night waves. It was some shit in New York yesterday, and I was like, nah. 
I ain't going. You ain't in the mood. I ain't, I ain't in the mood for the nighttime shits, bro. <laughs> nah, that that daytime party just hit a little different, bro. Like, cause think about it. When you get out of there at nine o'clock, you still got the night. You could go get something to eat. You could go call something real quick, exactly. bust a couple moves. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta remember, if everybody not on your time, chicks might not be answering the phone because they getting dressed to pop out. If you popping out on a Sunday at nine o'clock, so you got it. You got no, it. No, no, you know you who got, got it. it. You know who really got it. The motherfuckers who lead a day party go home and then pop back out for the night party too. Like y'all got it. Like I'm, you got I'm good. Y'all some weird niggas for that. Like I seen it before too. Like I, I just go on the timeline. Like damn, wasn't this nigga just with smooth? Not with you, but at the same party smooth was in. And then I turned around. This nigga in the party chilling with midnight. I'm like damn, bro, you don't sleep. Don't be nah, bro, I can't live that life, bro. Single in a relationship, not like I can't live that life. Like that's that's too much going on. Shit, I'm getting to the age where a nap is necessary. Bro. <laughs> like I'll be realizing that, like, if I don't get a nap at some point of the day, like either like before the turn up or like in the middle of the turn up, oh, I'm gonna crash. <laughs> oh, oh we, last week, I was about to say, oh, we know, nigga, oh, you yo, fall asleep bro. in parties, nigga. Bro. No, no, we wasn't, no, we wasn't in a party though. That's a great thing. We was at a bar, right? Let me tell you what happened. So boom, mimosas, you know what I mean, all day, all early, you know what I mean? So that we go to like a, we go to a bar. We go to a bar. Boom. I get some chicken slaughters. Six. Boom. They put the game on. And a nice couch. Tempurpedic, my nigga. Go to bed. That's that's <laughs> that spells go to bed right there, but you give a nigga chicken slaughters a couch in the game? Come on, bro. What you asking me to do? Nah, bro, you ain't fall asleep like that, bro. Like you ain't go out like that. Bro. That's some grandpa shit, bro. You too young I for that. Them hands behind the back of my head. <laughs> lay my ass down right on that couch, right in front of the TV. You bugging, bro? It's it's I too didn't... it's too much going around for you to be sleep bro, like that. Bro, like, I you... didn't even want to go there. <laughs> oh, alright. Yeah, they was just like, yo, let's go to Iron Balls, like four blocks away. In my head, I'm like. I don't want to go. I don't want to go there. <laughs> Why like, we gotta go but there? But I wanted to eat, so I was like, All right, I'm gonna go there. As soon as I went there, I ordered the food. Know what I mean, chicken slaughter's game on. Nice couch. I'm going to bed. Straight up. <laughs> Niggas is nuts, yo. You can't keep doing shit like that, bro. But, but bro, I was, bro, I was up at four o'clock in the morning that day. Oh wow! Yeah, so you had a, you had a legit excuse and yeah, shit. Yeah, like I mean. Oh, Owen tell you that he was sleep on the way there. Nigga, we already established that nigga sleep weird. Like that, that, that nigga is going to sleep. Like I'm sitting in traffic trying to get to the place. He sleep in the back seat. So he got his <laughs> nap in. I ain't get mine. So I was like, fuck that. I'm gonna take advantage of this. I don't care. <laughs> you stupid, yo. I mean, let's get into some shit, man. Where you want to start, bro? You want to start with the positive or the negative, man? Uh, we go negative. Wow, negative always make you sad, then you? Ah, you right, you right. We got end on a positive note, man. We want to right. this home on some negative So, it's, it's kind of fucked up, because there's two niggas here. There ain't no female representation for the shit that I wanted to talk about, for the shit I wanted to ask, right? But, they always get their point across anyway. Huh? They always get their point nah, across but it was, this this actually was kind of, this, this would be the one podcast where we would need a female reference. So, for the female listeners, I'm just giving you a heads up, man. There's going to be a lot of testosterone in this room. There's going to be some shit that's said that might misrepresentate us. Misrepresentate? Rep- Him or us? Misrepresent us. Huh? And I'm an English major, too. That's terrible. Representate. Misrepresent us. Anyway, so, all right. So, the negative news, right? I'm going to start with the... Uh, I'm going to just go down a list because I got a point to be made. Harvey Weinstein just settled the uh, a lawsuit, the, the civil suit for 44 mil, bro. He going down. 
R. Kelly just got brought up on 10 more charges, bro. Like recent. He going down. Did you hear about the uh the dude Jason Mitchell with the misconduct case? That's the dude from the shot, right? Yeah. And, and Easy E. He going down. And then last but not least, we talked about this probably like two, three, like three, four weeks ago. No, I'm wilding three, four episodes ago with the dude who chopped up his stepdaughter body and all that. Uh-huh. And he just he just now saying that he uh he's just now saying he basically uh where he put the body. Like he chopped up the body. He's he was in jail the whole time. He got indicted on charges. He's now admitting to the crime where he put the little four year old body uh-huh. in, in Houston. He's going down. So this is a rhetorical question, Smooth. What the fuck is wrong with niggas, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with niggas? Yeah, like, what's, uh, wrong, what's wrong with these niggas? I mean, I got a deeper question, but I'm just saying, like, like what's wrong with niggas? Yo, something ain't right with these people, yo. Not not yeah, just dumb, just, just, I don't know what's wrong with the male. Right. There's, I mean, I don't want to say it's a male because this female's just as sick, but, you know, like, because there's, there's a lot of those cases, it's like, you see, like, a dude do some weird shit, and it's like the mother's right there watching it, or, yeah. like, she gave him the permission or gave him the access to their child or their daughter, so, but it's just some sick people out here that live in this world, like, that's the reason that I don't like to watch the news all the time, because it's like, the news don't give a fuck what you doing in the day. That's like, I could be sure. eating. That's, that's for damn sure. I could be just like, you know what I mean? In a fucked up mood And I just like I don't know Like the news be on Cause the news always on In my house for some reason Like somebody always Just throwing that shit On channel 62 I, I but, keep the news on That's all I listen to If I ain't bumping And progress. I just hate the way That sometimes I receive This shit like Like I said Like I could just be eating And I hear some shit Like chopped <laughs> Like god hey, I don't even want This shit no more Dog Yo I watched uh, <laughs> I, w- I was watching The finals right now <laughs> Usually men Turn the game like we turn the TV off after the finals go off, especially if your team lost. Oh, you let it roll over. I let the shit roll over, right? The news came on like five back to back heartbreaking stories. I was like, damn, yo, this is a fucked up world. A uh, little girl got hit by a truck, uh, had a hit and run on, on Mother's Day. I said, damn, little a dude raped a girl on the, and and left on the, and left her in the roof. Some shit. I was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with the world? So, but nah, I knew you were gonna say sickness, right? But, but also with the news, it's like, bro, they segue trash. Like, they show you some shit, they be like, oh, yeah, Little Sally and, and Sammy had an open lemon, lemonade stand. That's and they fact. made, like, $200. And then, like, right on commercial break, a six-year-old kid was kidnapped. Raped in the woods. Yeah. I'm like, God damn, like, we was talking about like, kids. Yeah, like, we was just talking about Lil Sally. That's why I said I don't like the leap, but that's why you was like, let's leave with the negative. Get that shit out the way first. It do be like that. Like, you could just, you could, you could just be in the vibe just looking at the news. They, they just start reporting some regular shit. Like, you know, a man today hit the lottery for $22 million. You'd be like, all right, cool. No, nah, I'm respect, respect. And then the next story be some crazy shit. Three men gunned down on Van Austrian <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Like dog. Like damn, it wasn't no in between. <laughs> it wasn't no build up. <laughs> but nah, I knew you were gonna say sickness, right? So I knew I just knew you were gonna say that. That's why I said it's a rhetorical question, because obviously niggas is sick. But I'm starting to realize, like I, I had to write the shit down. Like when I ask what the fuck is wrong with niggas, like when it comes to sexual abuse, if like if sexually abusing somebody is a case of a mental disorder, bro, I know more I know more people that are mentally disturbed that that aren't like there are more people in this world sick than there are healthy bro think about it and that shit's kind of fucked up like we get into a place now where forget the negative news when you think about the male ego and like what we 
what we associate with like how we you know that the basically what they call it male you know toxic masculinity what we associate with toxic masculinity some of that I, I believe is true some of it is like all right women y'all just stretching it but it's like there's more damaged men than there are good men bro like the, it's to the point now where I'm start I'm I'm starting to get away from the whole mental health like I'm starting to think that it's not that people are using it as a cop out but there are more sick people in the world than there are healthy people bro that shit is kind of scary to me sick people I yeah mean, I mean because I don't I don't I don't even want to consider that there's levels of sickness obviously yeah. I'm not just gonna say you a rapist and you know a, a rapist and oh damn Simba he bust in the room like he, he live here. He paid a bill. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, well, he, he do live here, but he, he bust in the room like he paid bills. Like, <laughs> what's cracking? Like, <laughs> you sitting in the room and shit, you ain't answer your mother in a minute, and she just come through your shit. Like, nigga, I know you heard me calling. <laughs> you pay bills in here. Why you got the doors closed? Like, damn. <laughs> Travis. What? Every soon you hit your mother with the what, she'll never say nothing else. Then she come in the room 10 seconds later, boom. That's how he did come in the room just now, bro. That's some sick shit. But, um, all right, yeah. but going back to what we were talking about, um, I feel like we called it a sickness because it's not the norm. But, like, if you look back in the day, a lot of that shit was normal for them. Like, yeah. like men... Like, I don't think it was even considered rape back then. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they wasn't looking at it as sexual rape misconduct. or sexual, sexual Yeah, let's start with rape. Is, rape has been rape for years, but let's start yeah, with sexual right, so misconduct. Like sex, sexual misconduct, sexual abuse is like... Yeah. That's, like, I feel like that was a part of humanity for so long that it wasn't looked at as a violation until yeah. people start putting laws in place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that mindset was already built within... The human nature, you know, like I watch all these older shows like that happened like 10,000 BC and all these shits like these gladiator shit and men in power or men just in general have been just asserting their will. Asserting their will. Yeah, just women, a woman was a pawn like you 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 just you were an asset like you weren't you just a accessory like a woman wasn't thought of as a living being like it was crazy. Exactly. Like if I want it, I'm just going to get it. Yeah. I'm saying and that's just how. They and you're not going to do them. nothing about it either. That's the crazy and, part. And, and like I said, it was no laws against it, so it was looked at as the norm. Like, n- chicks wasn't going up to the the emperor like, oh, yeah, my husband forced himself upon me. Or my, yeah. own, my owner, because it was sl- they were slaves, Most of, a lot of women were slaves, my, my owner forced himself upon me. And he would have looked at you like, he owns you. Exactly. Which so, is crazy. Like, we, we became that possessive as men. But, yeah, like, the male culture, like, it's... It's almost like we got to reprogram our whole way of thinking as men. Like, because when you look at, when you look at, let's start, I'm, well, rape is the highest level, obviously. Like, that's just wrong. Rape is rape. That's wrong. There's no way to legitimize that. Okay. And let's, so let's start with sexual misconduct. When you look at the male ego, when you look at what was okay 10, 20 years ago and what we were doing, it was wrong then. But it was happening so much and it was so normal. That's the crazy part. When you think about something being normal, that's when it's like legitimized as, okay, this, these niggas going to get away with this shit. It wasn't until, that's why they created the Me Too and all of that. So it wasn't until all the feminists, you know, the, the feminist rallies and all the femininity started to come into play to where it was like, now we start, I start to look at the male culture like, yo, we really trash if you really think about some of the shit that we do, bro. 
like, no, seriously, and I'm not even a feminist. I'm just keeping it real. Like, our culture, the way we go about things, like, we talked about maybe a couple episodes ago, like, even the whole, hey, yo, shorty, yeah, yeah, I'm saying, like, the way we really carry ourselves, it's to the point now where it's like, you might as well just stop doing everything. I don't even know why I do, like, why I do still DMing. I don't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why, like, certain culture just got to die now. Because it's, I'm scared to even say hi to a female now. I'm serious. I'm, I'm dead ass. Like, I'm scared to bag a chick now. Like, how do you even bag a chick? Think about it. I mean, it's like, you got to, you just got to know that line not to cross. You know, like, once you, once you mix, like, once you mix, like, personal conversation into, like, a business frame, that's how you know the conversation is going left. Like, you know, like, you see, like, these people that are in work settings. When you start crossing, like, personal boundaries, yeah. like, asking them, like, personal things about their life, or you get into that sexual conversation, like, and, like, start objectifying women, yeah. then you know you, you've crossed that line. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if I work with, a, if I work, with, for example, if I work with a woman, and, you know, I'm just constantly making conversations regarding her personal life, it's like, my gosh. We work together. You don't need to know what's going on in my life. Personally, exactly. don't make conversations subjectifying what I do in my personal life. Like, oh yeah, you look like a good dancer, or I mean, and and I work in a, in a post office, and I see a lot of the dudes that just make like comments, and I'm just like, yo, this nigga's wild. Yeah, you like, you you one comment away from a charge. Yo, at my job, we yo we had got a like I'm talking up the boss of all bosses. Oh, we had just got him like maybe he was there for two weeks, bro. He was walking around introducing himself. Hi, my name's Jeff. Da, da 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 da. Man, I was like, yo, I ain't seen Jeff in like two months. I never thought about it. I'm like, well, Jeff is a big boss. He ain't got to see nobody. I just happened to ask, like, yo, dog, I ain't see Jeff in mad long. Like, he just started and disappeared. And it was like, yo, Jeff got they he got reported to HR. They fired him. He said to a girl, yo, your zipper down. He got fired for telling the girl your zipper down. Like, it's crazy how, like, that's what you could take to HR. Like, y'all feel uncomfortable in the workplace now. Like. And it's and it's genuine, like it's you know what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying, like when I ask, like how do you approach a girl now? Like if I like you and at my if you look good at my job, I want to talk to you. Like I, how do I I can't even approach you no more. How do I talk to you? How do I tell you yo what's up? First of all, like the, and then women want us to be straightforward, right? They want us to be yo. I want a man that's genuine, bro. Straightforward might just be I want to smash yo. What's up? Can't say that. That's a charge. Time and the place, and you gotta, and you gotta, you gotta understand the type of woman. That you're like, <laughs> but still, like you it's, want, it's, the, it's the, like because like I said, like a lot of women say they want that shit until it happen, actually happens. They want it, but they want it from They want the truth, but if you can't handle the truth, why are you asking for? Women it? been doing you know that since the beginning of so time. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Give me the truth, but when I give you the truth, you mad at me for giving you the truth. Now, now I'm a dickhead for giving you the truth. <laughs> scoop, scoop. <laughs> nah, what you saying? But yeah, like it's 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 just a matter of like you just have to know who you're dealing with and who you're talking to and like the 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 tone that you're talking to them and how you're saying it. Cause like, like I said, a lot of women enjoy that shit and a lot of women don't. You know what I'm saying? So just a like, lot it's more just, women don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, so let's just, just like, be clear like the, about it's that. Like, it's like the languages of love. Like, when, you, when, you, when you're when talking to a chick, you yeah. realize through our conversation, like, oh, damn, I might be, like, 
I might be crossing the line by saying this shit. Like, if you ever thought to yourself, like, damn, I might have crossed the line by saying this shit. Hell yeah. 100% of the time, you'd be like, damn, I should have never said that shit. I think back to half the conversations I have with females, like, damn, I I probably ain't need to say that. She, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you never know what they hold on to. Like, I know me personally, I replay back all my conversations. Like, because you never know what you might have said that was offensive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, cause I, me personally, like, when I'm talking to a chick, like, I don't even like to engage in the sexual conversation. Like, I don't want to, I don't even want to talk about it due to the fact that I don't want it to lead or make you mislead to yeah. what I actually want. You know what I'm saying? So if you, if you get into that, I'll entertain a conversation with you. But me initiating a conversation about sex, no, cause I, I don't even like to talk about sex. Cause uh, if your sex game nah, is don't. not what you said it was, I'm gonna be mad. And two is like I don't even want to, I don't even want to want to mislead you to think yeah. that that's the only thing that I'm here for. If if, I, if that's the only thing I'm here well, for. Well, <laughs> well, I was about to say, well, if that's the only thing I'm here for, I make those intentions be known. You always, but I mean, even female listeners, if you're listening right now, because Smooth getting his shit off, I'm just I'm just asking the questions because you know I just wanted to know, and then it's just good for conversation, good for thought. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't subscribe to what I'm saying. Like, I don't go around just telling the chick, yo, I want to fuck. But when you think about it, it's it's not much that you can say. It's not. Your approach has to be. You have to be so precise and cerebral with how you even approach a female with anything that you want from them. Because even in business, if you say something the wrong way, it's taken out of. Like, everything can be taken out of context. We're in a sensitive era where it's like what you say can be used as a, against you as a weapon. And. Our past are be dick are have been digging up every they've been dug up every day for the past ten years. Everything that we've done on the internet, we keep being reminded of it. I'm looking back at I don't use Facebook no more because I start realizing Facebook showing you memories of old shit. I'm looking back at how I used to type like this with the E and the lowercase L and the, and the capital I. I used to type like that. Like ew. Like, stop reminding me of the dumb shit I used to do and the, how to, the ignorant person I used to be. I used to say some wild shit like 10 years ago on Facebook, bro. Like, I used to be, I used to be writing all type of nasty lyrics. <laughs> First I, month. I, 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 I get all three of my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy. And it's, it's scary that it's like, okay, we're being held accountable. Well, you, 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 want to, you want that person to be held accountable, but we're being held accountable for shit that we said 10 years ago when we were immature. 10 years, I'm, I'm 28. 10 years ago, I was 18. I didn't know what I wanted in life. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's like, yeah, it's, but it's the fact that I'm being reminded of it and it's like you, you want a federal job or you want any type of job where you, got, where you need, you want interpersonal settings or just thinking career-wise, they're digging all of this stuff up. You want to be an officer? You want to be any type of officer? They're going to look back at that, and they're going to ask you, yo, uh, you know, your social media. We need all of that. We need all those passwords. We're going to go back and check all of that. It's like, damn, dog. Now I'm worried about if did I cross the line when I said that one thing on Twitter? Like, yo, I popped the molly. I'm sweating. I don't know if they're going to take that out of context. Like, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that we were just saying, we were just tweeting lyrics. They take that, and they run with it. Ten years from now, if I'm a celebrity, it's like, yo, Rube. Used to pop mollies. He said it right here in 2010. But you checked off that you never did mollies. Nigga, I didn't. Yeah, like, it was just a song lyric. It sound good. But I, I feel like a lot of people, like, me personally, I like the, I like the, I like accountability a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, somebody had asked me, they like, would you rather date a person who says sorry and doesn't change their behavior or a person that just doesn't, that just does negative shit to you and doesn't say anything about it? And I was like, Give me the person that that doesn't realize they're doing negative shit to me, 
rather than a person that does negative hey, shit wait, to me. Wait, say that one sorry. more time, cause I, I feel like I live by that. Um, it said, would you rather be with a person who who does negative shit towards you, like shit that you don't like, yeah. and apologizes for it, but doesn't change the, like the behavior that they that they're committing, that they're actually apologizing for, as or, opposed to as opposed to a person who just does the shit and doesn't take accountability for it. Shit, they both bad though. If yeah, you, I mean, it's a, it's like taking a lesser of two evils. Shit, if I had to pick, give me I, a motherfucker that that, that that just ain't saying shit. Cause don't apologize to me about. Cause if you ain't saying it, then you just ignorant, and ignorant is bliss. So it's like <laughs> you just not knowing what you're doing. Exactly. If you apologizing for it and keep doing it again, that's manipulative. Because now you knowing you you doing it and you knowing that you could get away with it, so you gonna Absolutely. keep doing it. You're right, but. If you sincere, and I know me personally as a man, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I think I'm the first one. Sometimes because, I, right, for example, you my girl, we get into an argument, right? Yo, bitch, shut the fuck up. But you just so, call me a girl and you call me a bitch? <laughs> oh, yeah, we fighting, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, but you don't know what you, I'm just, I'm trying to paint the picture. And it's and this is a real feminist episode, so like, I. You trying to back me into a corner, chill, bro. You trying to get me, yeah. All right, you my girl. I'm like, yo, you said something crazy. I said, yo, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we reconcile. Now, a couple days later, we finally talk about it. I apologize. I'm never, you know, I shouldn't have called you a bitch, da, da, da. I'm never going to do that again. Now, a month later, argument get real tense. You want my ass again. Yo, stop playing with me, bitch. I told you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so now... I've done that when I was younger. So the point I'm trying to make is now it's repetitive now. I apologize for it, but now I'm doing it on a constant basis. So that that negates the apology. Right. It's no point to keep apologizing about it if you're going to keep doing it. Because now you're not a sorrowful person. You don't mean that. Because you're going to do this every time we get into an argument. You don't know how to resolve without physically, you know, being verbally abusive. Right. So I had to I had to come to terms with that as, a, as I became a man. I mean, because the reason I brought that up was like, because you were saying like they bring up old shit that we posted. Absolutely. Check out old shit. How do we take accountability for that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the if, crazy. If, like, you want me to go back on, you want me to log back on Facebook and say, yo, I ain't mean half the shit that I posted in 2009? Well, like, when you talking they, about. They, and they, want them to, they want you to be like Kevin Hart. When you talking shit. about, in bi- yeah, I was about to say in business corporate settings, it's like, it's. You can't. You could take accountability by saying, "Yeah, I might have said." You got it. It's to the point now when it comes to stuff like that. Like I know you, criminal justice major. So anytime you going into those like those settings, I remember when I applied for the CEO test and I got the step three, and it was uh, you know you just gotta say it straight up. Like yo, dog, I um, I said some things back in the day like that I was just wowing, but that wasn't me. You know, I mean, of course you're gonna say it in a more professional way, but y'all just gotta take it for what it is. Y'all either want me or y'all don't. Right. So. But that's the only way to take accountability now for the things that you said. Because like you said, I'm not about to go back on the internet like, yo, back in the day I said, you know what I'm saying, I bite a bitch ass. You know, so. But I will bite a bitch ass. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I said about that. but shit, even everything we said on this podcast, it's, it's, it's forever now. It's on, the, you know, it's on the web. So, you know, as much as we play and as much as. I just try to be as opinionated as possible and, and tell my, live my truth, speak my truth. As much as we play, everything we say in this podcast could be weaponized against us. You know how many times I've been in my relationship, and we spoke about that plenty of times, how many times I was in my relationship and, you know, my lady was going back, picking a, picking a podcast apart because of something that I said, but it was said in the context of, of the joke, 
but she took that serious like she got defensive and took that like yo you you offended me and i had to go you know i had to apologize for that mm-hmm. and like you said my bad and like you said it was like well if you apologize for it, why you keep doing it you know so it's like damn like you know it's a lose it's a lesser of two evils lose lose so the answer to that, that that main question is, of course, I'm I'll, I'll re- I'm number one because I'll rather apologize. I may do it again, but I want you to know that I acknowledge it. Acknowledgement is more important than if you ignorant and just every time I call, I'm calling you a bitch and I don't see nothing wrong with it. <laughs> like those are dudes I be tripping over. Like they just that's that's every day. Like that's every conversation, every hour. Yo, bitch, clean the kitchen up. Like. Yo, bitch, didn't I tell you clean up? Like, those are dudes I'd be like, yo, y'all be wild. Like, and chicks really be staying. Chicks will really stay with that dude. And I don't know if it's out of fear or what, no, but. man, you know what it is, man. They see potential. That's they potential? Word. Potential. Uh-huh. I see what you could be. Yeah, I see what you could be, too. You could be <laughs> And with all the killings and all the shit going on, I see what a nigga could be, too, now. You got to get the fuck up out of here. So. Yeah, like that's my thing. What's wrong with niggas now? Our way, what our way of thinking is so jaded. It was just like crazy. So, this, the last, my last question on this topic, my train of thought is like, this is rhetorical too. You don't have to answer. I got a story, but I just, I'm gonna just ask you. Like, um, you ever? Uh, <laughs> I wanted to ask when Rakeem was here. Like, yo, we understand when no means no, but as men, sometimes no means yes to us. And we have a real hard time of like establishing that as well, and that's like a real sore spot for men to talk about with women. Right. So that's why I wish a kid was here to say something. Would you want to speak on that before I go in? Um, I mean, it's 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 a, it's, a, it's a tricky question. Like it is a rhetorical question, but it's like it's like it's a thin line. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like I don't want to say you know because it sounds so like yeah yeah. It's, it's, it I know sounds where you're going. So nasty, yo. But it's like you you can un- like you understand the situation like you in a moment with a chick like say if you, like gonna put an instance like you laying down with the chick you know what I mean you full playing her down da 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 and she like you know what I mean you make the move and she like oh no but but she still Yo. giving you that leeway <laughs> yeah, so you man. like alright I'm gonna <laughs> stop but I'm gonna just give it a little tug if 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 it come halfway off <laughs> you know what I mean I know I know what time it is like yeah. but. But it's like, yo, you bringing back memories, cuz. But it's like, yo, it's it's a real thin line. (laughs) It's so thin that you can't even see it. Like, yeah, you you, you could just only feel it. And like, if you fail, that 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 could just completely go left. That's energy. That that shit is all energy. Like this, it's all in mannerism. And like, it's either you feel it or you don't. Like, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Prime example, bro. I was messing with a chick. You know what I'm saying? And no, we got it. We can't keep doing this. No, you know what I'm saying? I'm kissing on her, anything like that. And she pulling the panties down, but she telling me no. So it's like, as a, at that split second as a man, no means no. But you also, you know what I'm saying? You also like giving me your body. You also telling me you want this with your body language, but you're verbally saying no. Right. That was the most conflicted. I was, yo, I got so, I hit it though. <laughs> <laughs> but I got I so I, I got so I, like <laughs> I got so nervous. I mean, and I'm keeping it all the way hundred. I got so nervous. I had to call my boy Ski. I said, "Yo, Ski, dog, like, I, I feel mad uncomfortable. Like, I gotta talk to old girl. Like, I feel he was he was like, what's good? What happened? I'm like, I finally hit it, dog. Like, I hit it. 
he was like word word i was like yeah but it was like it wasn't it was passionate but it was a re it was a resistance like she didn't want to do it but she did it i was like i don't know why she but you know you know how that go because then they the women hit you with the i don't usually do this and that was her reason for it so you know I was actually thinking about like chick telling me no, don't go there, and I just still go. Like, <laughs> oh, that too. Oh, oh, and don't, that's don't go to the don't go out with your friends. All right, all right, okay. Oh, that, oh, oh, I'm out. Bitch. Oh, oh, you, are you, are you talking about? I'm nigga, I'm talking about actually, yeah. But uh, no, nah, that too. But that that's <laughs> nigga, that's when no always no means no in that instance, bro. That that's when it's go nah. out with your friends and see what happens. Up, oh, damn, now my shit. <laughs> shit in front of the door. <laughs> <laughs> you hungry? No. Come back with some food. Now she wants your food. Yeah. I thought you wasn't hungry. Word. What happened? So, nah, man. It's so it's a real thin. Like you said, bro. It's a real thin line with women when it comes to the word no. Like it's you gotta, like you got it. You got it. But it's, I feel like you just sexually, know you mentally, verbal, like everything. Like when it comes to every aspect of a woman, like that word. I don't know how much weight it holds. It holds a lot of weight, obviously, when it comes to their body. But I don't know how much weight it holds in other facets of their DNA when they don't necessarily always mean no. Right. I feel like I feel like you just gotta you just gotta know that chick because like I got a lot of chicks that are like super aggressive. Yeah. They just tell me like, yo, nigga, I want it. And then I got some that I really just gotta like, I gotta really push for it. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta really like be aggressive and be. Like dominant with them, like all right. You know what I mean, this is what's gonna go down this and third. And they ask me, they're like, I mean, I'm I'm kind of shy about my body, though, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not the type to just like take it. But if you want it, you can have it. I'd be like, big facts. So in my head, I'm like, if I want it, I can have it. But you're telling me thin ass <laughs> line, thin line. Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's the thin line. I'm about to start. I'm, I'm about to print out these motherfuckers. Either you want it or you don't. Like, why does it have to be an internal struggle in your head? Like. I want to give it to you, but I don't. I don't want you to feel this type of way. I don't want you to think I'm this. Like, you you, you looking for that validation. Only you can give you that validation of, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether you like me or not, only you can tell me, you know, only you hold the key to your body. I'm not going to just take it, obviously. I'm not the, the sickos that you see on TV, and I don't want you to think that. And that's the thing, even even when you say no, but then you give me, like in that situation, it's like I felt uncomfortable because it was like, in my head, I heard no, but it was cool. And after I finished and, you know, we talked about it and everything like that, it left a it left an eerie feeling where it was like, I always felt like, nah, after that, never again, dog. Like, you got to be, you got to pounce on me. I want a woman that's going to pounce on me when she wanted. Like, other than that, I'm not going to be super, I'm not going to be super aggressive anymore because... I don't want the, I don't even want, you know what I mean, that stigma. Right. Scary, bro. It's, it's scary as a man that you got to think like that as well. With all the other creeps doing this dumb shit, I don't want you to think that I'm one of them. Because I'm not. I'm so far from them, I get scared. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't even be making, like, honestly, I don't even be making a play no more. Like, <laughs> like, I, I, like, I sit, like, if you come over and, like, we watch the TV, like, I'm, I'm literally just watching TV. Big fat. Like, 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 if, I'm letting you, I'm like, you, whatever you want to do. I'm here for it, but I'm not initiating anything. It's to the point where Netflix and chill literally means Netflix and chill. You, yeah, I'm gonna keep it real on some, on some real man shit. You ever chop was like, yo, we we supposed to be watching TV? Like when she was coming crazy, you ever, yo, bro, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, 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 like <laughs> you ever like, was chop? Keep my, hover away. My spot in the bed is like the corner. So yeah. like that mean like that because I get be at there. So I mean, if I want to make my moves, I can kiss on the back and, yeah. and all that shit. 
I sit in front of y'all. So that means I ain't even looking at y'all. I'm looking directly at the TV. Like, you do what you want to do back there. Yeah, you know that's mean? a fact. They get playing on my neck. Then I'm like, then it's like, I, I, I know the vibes. I know the vibes when that happens. Yeah. Now. You ain't gonna let me watch Avengers. Right, you, cool. you, you, you ain't even watching this. You, do you even know what happened to Thor? Like, no. <laughs> nah. you, oh, alright. So if you don't, if you can't tell me what happened to Thor, then I know you want the real hammer. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, but nah, seriously, bro. Because as men, it's just like you don't want to be. Like, and I've been thinking about all of the sicko news that, like, even, for example, with the dude, and that was Arkansas, no, it was either Arkansas or Houston, one of them, with the dude that chopped up the stepdaughter's body, that shit triggered me because dealing with my lady, you know, at the time when we were talking about it, it was like, you know, I had, a, you know, I have a stepdaughter, so, in a sense, uh... I'm thinking I'm thinking about her anxiety at that point like you know every time she wants to leave me with her child you know and I can't blame her for feeling that way if a man if a dude is out here doing this to his stepdaughter imagine what all the women are thinking when they leave their child with their boyfriend who they trust now they have to worry and they're afraid you fucking up the game for everybody you sickos man y'all fuck up the game for everybody bro people can't even be happy and then the new once the news perpetuates it now it's like it's in your head so it's like, dog, that's a scary feeling. It's an airy feeling to to you know put your put your trust in someone that much with your child. You could love them, and you know you could want you could want them to do the right thing, and then you turn around and you chopping up the kid's body. That's a scary thought. Yeah, man. So sick niggas, man. I mean, but leading like leading back to I want to like we can segue into. The, the doc on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, good. Uh, when They See Us. Yeah. And how um, when we're speaking about rape and stuff like that. I was, like, speaking on the doc. If anyone didn't see the doc, it's on Netflix. Um, it's called When They See Us. It's based off the Central Park. Central Park. Central Park Five, Central now Park known Five. as the Exonerated Five. Exonerated Five. Um, pretty much, I mean, I'm not going to give you a whole summary, but pretty much what happened was there was a high-profile rape case that happened in Grand Central Park in Harlem. 1989. 1989, in which a white investment banker was jogging along the park, and she was raped. So, anyone who's, I mean, has the slightest, you know, thought process in the world would realize that this is a high-profile case for a city. I mean, any city official, like that, white, white woman yeah. raped park in a city park, a national, a treasure. A, this exactly. is a national treasure. So it means high-profile. They need answers. We need we need convictions. We need arrests. Yeah. Who are we gonna arrest? Let's find out. You know what I mean? And what happened was just so happened, a group of black kids, maybe thirty of them, just running rambunctious. The word they use, rambunctious, around in the park. You know, harassing. You know, just doing just doing you know rambunctious things that they considered wilding. That what they said in the documentary <laughs> and in the that papers. Was a terrible stuff like that. wilding. But <laughs> what happened was they. You know what I mean? The cops arrested five five black youth. Well, well, one was Spanish, I believe. Well, minorities, we're going to use the word minorities. And they convicted them of rape, assault, yeah. you know. And when I was watching the doc, I, I, I said to myself, like, I can't get mad about what the prosecutors and detectives did because I already expected that to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you're a criminal I'm, justice I'm a criminal major, justice so major. I know I, how you trained the thing. And I, and I get exactly. that, but yeah. Like, so when I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, they need a conviction. They they don't have no leads, no DNA, no 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 evidence, no nothing. But they just have kids in a park, 
know what I mean, with no with 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 no knowledge of anything, who they can easily get to flip and confess. So why not take it? Uh -huh. the read the th it's called the read theory. You know. Yeah. Get a false confession out of these kids. I mean, apply heavy pressure on them in, in, in the interrogations and get them to say whatever you want because kids are impressionable. Yeah. It's easy. You know what I mean? Oh, we tell your parents, if you don't say this, or you know what I mean? We can get you to flip. Exactly. What got me mad in the documentary. And I think I already know what you, if you don't, if you don't say it, I'm going to say it. So what go got ahead. me mad in the documentary was the presence of the fathers of, of the kids. Yo, OGs. Oh we talked God, about this man. episode one. Oh, my God. That shit pissed me the fuck off. When I watched the kid, Raymond's father, who was uh, the Spanish kid, his father come in with his grandmother. She, she, his grandmother doesn't speak a lick of English. You gonna leave your son to go to work to with your with work. your non-English speaking mother. To go to work. And then they take her out the room. So now they gonna leave Raymond in there with two cops. Well, yeah, a, I, a, I'm a glad you said I was gonna say it. 15 year old kid in there with cops. You know what I mean? White, white Caucasian cops who need a conviction. You so, decided to go to work knowing that your child is being interrogated for a criminal act to go to work. That was the first. That was the I'm first. Play father that advocate in a minute. That was I feel. I feel everything you're saying, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate in a minute. The second father was uh, Antron's father, the, the the black kid's father. <sighs> they removed his mother. Out of the out of the interrogation room because she was she was she wasn't going. That's she wasn't I, with the I, shit I, I love, at all. I love. I'm gonna say this now. I love all the roles that the women played in this. Every, except yeah. for except for Corey's mother. Corey's mother. Yeah, Corey's mother. She was, was the only one that had me like All right, I don't know. But anyway, but I love the roles that they, that the that, that the black women played in this. Like a yeah. strong mothers, I related it to what my mother would do for me in any exactly. case scenario. I related that to that. But the way that they got him off of. I mean, they got up, they, they, they went out the room, they, they handed him a little paper like, oh, does your boss know about your past? Got him to. Who? Antron? No, the it, father. The, 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 I ain't even noticed that. Yeah, what happened the, with the, his past? The, the detective brought, was like, oh, does your, does, your, does your new employer know that, you, that you've been incarcerated before? And oh, that's what got, that's and that's what got him. I never, and that's why he went in there and wowed out on Antron like, yeah, they gone. protect your yeah. son? You and you had your son flipping lie like that. Oh wow! Oh I, God, I didn't man. even realize that part. But that's, good. That's so when I seen that, I said, "Yo, I've never like. Are you serious? Oh, you can keep going because every family, every. At, uh, it was only one mother who was like, "My son not signing this shit," and that was uh, Yusef Salam. Yeah. The mother came in there like, "My son not signing this. You left him in there well, how, for how long?" With that, she was going in. I said, "Yeah, that's a that's and a then, black queen right there. That's how you supposed to represent." And That's then, how you're supposed to represent as exactly. a parent to a, a parental figure. Like, hold it down. And then um, the kid, the the, little, the youngest one, Kevin, his like sister, his sister had his, came in late. His after. mother never came because she, she was sick. She was sick. But uh, his sister came, and he he had already been beaten up in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was he he was in there for 48 hours. No 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 parental help. Like he didn't even have anybody there. It was just him and them. Keep it real. Good keep, cop, bad cop. Keep, keep it real smooth. What, what V doing if she see your eye like? What the first thing V gonna ask when she see your eye oh, she like flipping. that? V flipping. She flipping. Shout what out to you, V. Like, it, I, I exactly. Summer is going. Summer is going ham. Summer is gonna flip on them. That's I love you, Summer. Shout out to V. My sister is never 
signing anything. My sister will fuck one of them cops up. We'll both be in jail. We'll both be in cuffs after my sister exactly. get there. I don't know how they bypassed like his eyes and she just went like I mean I and get th I get that I get that she she was feeling bad for him because he, Cause was, he was crying. Bad, he was he was but distraught. Like you, they fucked him up even more. I was just like, you know, but and then the the the, the case with, with, with Yusuf what was it? Yusuf, Yusuf Salam. I, I, I love the, the point where his mother came in and, and she shut. stared right at that white woman shut and said, all that how shit could down. you do this? To how a child. You, how could, how could you, you leave him in there you? for 16 hours, and I unfed, said, unsupervised? And I said, that separates our woman with their woman. Yeah. Because you seen the fire in her eyes. Like, yeah. white woman, I am not playing with you. Like, I don't care. She said, well, she, she said oh, yeah, he waved his thing. He's 15, not 16. You got me like, all, she, yeah. So she checked her I know shit the law. I know the law. Stop playing with me, so. She checked her shit real quick. But I, um, outside of that, I mean, those were the things that kind of got me mad. And yeah. then, in the episodes three and four, it was the recidivism rates, man. Like, when it, losing, losing 10 years, 10 uh, plus years of your life and coming back into the world. Institutionalized. Like, it's so crazy that. I mean, we think about 1989, it came out around 2000-something, around that Shit time. is crazy. How, I lost the whole 90s, bro. You can... And we live in a, we live in a generation where if you lose... Two years. Now. Shit, now. Nah, think, fuck, fuck that. You you get less than that. Shit, shit coming out every eight yeah. to ten months. You can fall behind the curve. So imagine losing right. 10, 15 years of your life. And I mean, the kid, the kid Raymond came in, he looked in his room. Like, you don't look... Don't yeah. shit look the same to you. And and I left as a child and I returned as a man, but I still I'm still returning I'm returning as a man thinking I'm returning back to my childhood my childhood. Exactly. So that's the scary part as like you, you know, being institutionalized. Boom, yeah, boom, like boom, boom, and all that shit. So you gotta become accustomed, you gotta update yourself to that because you've been inside so long. So like a, you're really a caveman. Like you walking into a whole new world, all this new technology and shit. Like 1989 to 2000, you yeah. missed so much shit from those 11 years. So if you came uh, out even later than that, like that's a, a lot, fact. Like you know how much shit you missed. You way behind the curve. And then for them to come home and you got to deal with the like, like I said, the recidivism rates of you got to check the box, felon, sex offender, exactly. stuff like that. Like, the, the, the parole officer was like, oh, you see that guy right there? You and him can't work the same shift. So if he got the morning shift, you got to get the night shift, but you can't get the night shift because you got a 9 o'clock curfew. Wow. So you don't pay your debt to society for a crime you actually did not do, which is even the biggest part. Crime you actually didn't do it because it's the difference when you did do it and you got to serve your time and pay your debt to society. But when you didn't do it and you got to live your life like this, Come on, man. That's fucked so, up. That shit. That shit. That's what really got me. That those two, like, those instances of the, the, the fathers, shit, and then I'm the fact tell you, that you yeah. come home and you still are owned by the state. It's <laughs> fucked. I'm gonna tell bananas. you. What, I'm gonna tell you what fucked me up, and I'm gonna make it quick because we, you know, I mean, fuck it. I mean, we get our shit off, right? So, Coke, first of all, you know, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, but I felt as a black man, and I, and I think that's what you felt just as a black man. You know, just remember to have your youth is a blessing. To have a black mother to speak up for you and hold you down is a blessing. To be taught these lessons, my mother made me watch this documentary in 2012, but I, she made me read the newspaper in 2010 because I had a bad assault case that I was fighting. And my mother was like, "You gonna end up like dumb if you don't get your shit together." She made me watch that Emmett Till though. I ain't never, I ain't never know who Emmett Till was until 2010. 
2009, I'm sorry, my senior year, I had a bad assault case. I beat somebody up real bad. I beat up two dudes, actually. But anyway, so I want to thank my mom for, you know, instilling that in me and making me watch this. So by the time that I had already known about the Central Park Five, but I knew the documentary to see it depicted, you know, to see it theatrically depicted. It brought out even more emotion in me. But I had to and I and I'm so thankful that we live in a time now where everything is recorded. I'm so thankful to be a millennial, bro. Seriously, like as, as much shit as we talk about the generation before us and the generation after us, I'm so thankful to be a millennial, bro. We have technology everywhere we go. We got recordings everywhere we go. You can't, that can't, that will never happen from 2005 on, bro. That that case would have never happened from two, if it was in 2005. It's too much evidence. It's too much to put people in the right place, right time. Corey, Rise got, Corey Wise got cased up and was never even there. How you gonna charge me for, for... I'm in the chicken spot with my girl, bro. I was in Crowns all night. How you gonna charge me with, with a rape? I was with my girl all night. Call her. Call, call her mother. Her mother will tell you. So, anyway, so Devil's Advocate... In the 1990s, bro, the fear that we had for the blue suits, bro, the fear that we had of them to be killed and not have justice for everything that was going Actually, that was 89. And then Rodney King later happened. The fear that we had of them actually made us, it, it not only did it make us weak, but it hindered us. So that's why it was so easy to break our kids. It was so easy to break the parents because... You that father really sold his son down the river for a parking job, bro. Like so, the fear that they instilled in us to that and that right there is I don't know what the theory is, but that right there in the sense is like that's that black man, you know, belittling the black man and keep them in their place, keep them inferior. The fear that they had, they had. I can understand why that they went about it like that. Why that father went about it like that. Oh, he, the father said that. He said it in a line. He said, he said these people, like these these cops, will continue. Like they will yeah. get what they want. Yeah, he was like, scared. Yeah, he was definitely but scared. You supposed to be the protector, bro. You supposed to ride, and that's why. That's why. That's why I said I'm so thankful to be in this generation. I don't see any father, I, maybe, maybe a couple, but I don't see any father now that would have let that happen. And my mother, my mother always told me, even when I got cased up with that, with that assault, my mother always told me, yo, when you go to jail, say nothing. I want my mother, I want my lawyer. You say nothing. I don't care what they do to you, you say nothing. You just wait there. You don't talk to nobody. I don't care if you even talk to your... I'm talking about your boy. Once you get in there and you in cuffs, you don't know smooth. Don't talk to him. Wait till you get out. Say nothing. I'm your representation. I'm going to speak for you, and the lawyer going to speak for you. So my mother instilled that in me at 13. So by, you know, so by the time I got to that big... I already knew what to do when I caught that assault charge. And that... And, and, and I actually beat it, but I, I beat it in a sense, but I copped the plea, but... So, um, I just think that, like, blame your OGs, bro. Like that shit we talked about, episode one, man. When you when they don't know, so now they when this situation happens, they don't know how to deal with it. And it was only one mother who actually did her research, who actually knew the system. Like y'all can't do this to my child. Y'all not about to. Yusef Salam's mother was the only one who was like, "Yo, y'all not. This not about to go down." My son, he was the only child. He was the only son who didn't sign paperwork. Actually, what they don't show you in the series is that there was a sixth boy. He was a Hispanic. He was another Hispanic kid that was with uh, Raymond. 
He didn't say anything. They didn't have. He didn't confess. He didn't have the recorded confession. He didn't sign anything. The prosecution didn't feel strong enough that they could prosecute him, so they let him walk. So they actually caught six kids, and they let him walk. So five of them, them kids would have walked if they would have never said nothing. Yeah, because it was ultimately the the, con- the confessions and the recordings that that that's the false confessions because they didn't have any DNA, they didn't have no real evidence, and it was and, and, and what it, happened was it was such bad like like I'm just because I'm just thinking about the time like when you when when they was like you just know that they was fiending for a conviction when you think about it like bro these are five kids right <laughs> this is what I was thinking in my head five. these are five kids right five kids. That commit a, allegedly a rape and assault in a park, right? No DNA, no evidence. How are you telling me that five kids can commit a crime and not fuck up one thing? <laughs> like they don't leave a pencil, a Enough, drop of sweat, yeah. a, well, a book, something. Like these are five kids that would have just pulled well, off. They, they, yeah, again, I'm sorry. That would have just pulled off. The, the 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 most cleanest crime ever, but they but the only way that they got convicted was because they gave a confession. The prosecution was fishing for anything. So with between the confession, Antron had dirt on his clothes in a park. With a that was the no yeah. Wait, no. If you don't know anything about Central Park, where it happened, at was on 125th. Shorty was found on 113th. That's about what? My math is terrible. That's a lot of blocks. So do your math, fam. They, 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 yeah. <laughs> um. So, my thing is, you, you right, bro. And that's why I said I'm so glad as millennials we live in this era where that could never happen, bro. It's video, it's it's footage of everything, bro. Now we in the we in the era now with uh, if the cops want to, they can pull footage from the nearest ATM camera. And if you walk past that, if you walk past the ATM on Communipol, oh yeah, we saw you walk past the ATM at nine fifty nine, bro. We you good? Like that could never happen now. Bro, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just confused on how the jury even like five kids. Yeah. We talk about kids. So that don't leave a mess at a <laughs> fucking crime scene. That's like, what happened when you when you forced book, for convictions, bro. A, you, you, a bloody shirt, like if. Like, Kids are not the cleanest motherfuckers. Let's be real. Like even even what adults commit crimes. What's wrong with people? That's, adults commit crimes the and the they don't even be squeaky clean. So you telling me that kids gonna be squeaky clean? <laughs> they did all this shit and and they leave no evidence there. But <laughs> at the end of the movie, the nigga tells you like the nigga who who actually Mateus Reyes. You, this nigga nigga walked right out the park, blood on his shirt. Nobody said shit, nothing. Sweaty as hell. All this shit, all this shit that a nigga who committed a crime would look like and would have looked like after doing a crime and like let that. Me, let me like that. Let me tell you what's so fo- the irony and what's so fucked up about this, right? Mateus Reyes was a serial rapist. He caught five bodies, five rapes, bro. What the fuck is wrong with people? So y'all charged five kids. You got five convictions. Meanwhile, the dude was out here, and one of them was one of them had a uh, child. So he raped a pregnant woman, killed her. So and he's in jail for these crimes. He he finally finds God and wants to confess. But Corey Wise already did 13 years. And he and the so let me wrap this up, bro, because I'm getting a little angry. Let me tell you what was so crazy about the institution. What's the word you use? I like that word. I'm gonna put that in my book, my my vernacular, my vocab. I don't know. I said institutionalized. You said something else. Uh, in terms of how the how the kids come out, how the, how they came out as men. Oh, you talk about like recidivism. Recidivism. 
I gotta go look that word up. That's a nice word for the day for me. It's, it's just a reincarceration re race that people go. Through. All right, I'm gonna look that up. Anyway, so when you, so basically, um, if you if you saw the Raymond story, Raymond became a predicate felon, meaning he came out and now he's so institutionalized. He he caught another felony charge. Now he's a predicate felon. Okay, so he was sitting in jail, basically. He got charged with another crime. Now he a two-time loser. Because he couldn't get a job. Exactly. So now he's out trapping. Couldn't get a job. Never had no cheeks before. You know what I'm saying? Who going to who want to smash a rapist? Like I know that's the last thing on your mind, but I'm saying who wants to who wants to touch a rapist, bro? Corey was illiterate. Truancy was on his ass. He never went to school. He was he he couldn't read at 16. Y'all sent him to an adult jail. He been beaten on his whole life, 13 years. He in jail. He come out. All he knew was jail. He he was in jail for 9-11. All, when all you know is jail for the whole decade, think about the music, how music changed, from how fashion changed. He went in there with a fade, bro. He went in there with a fade. A hot top fade came out with a Caesar, bro. Think about how fashion changed, how music has changed, how technology has changed. Like you said, you went in there, you went in there with one with two towers. You came out with one with no towers, bro. It's like, I don't recognize New York City anymore. What you, what the, what the system can do to us, which that's so scary. That's what my, that was my mother's main message for making me, she made me watch this shit. I didn't want to. She made me watch it when I was younger. What they can do to us, how they can rip us apart and they can lie on us, bro. Literally. And, and we will lose if we, if we are not prepared, if we are not educated, we will lose. And that was the main case. Like a lot of them wasn't educated. Yeah. So my whole point is now. I don't know if you guys ever saw. I'm gonna wrap this up. If you if you guys ever saw another documentary called well, two things actually. I'm gonna segue two different ways. It's a documentary called Making the Murderer. Came out like three four years ago. Season two came out last year. Making the Murderer was a case about a white dude who based in Milwaukee who basically got convicted of sexual assault. Uh, because of his old rap sheet He spent 15 years in jail Technology evolved so much That they finally found the real killer He was released from jail When he came home from jail He went back He got he got remarried He was in jail so long He had so much hatred in his heart He committed a real rape And then he went back to jail And it was like But he was, he was still saying Like the government trying to get him Like he was still But he was so messed up Like you sat in jail so long It's like damn Am I a rapist? Did I really do it? You start, you don't believe yourself anymore. You start going crazy inside. Like, damn, like, I've been in here so long. Did I really commit this crime? So that's one way. And um, if you guys, we're segueing back. If you guys never saw the Khalif Browder documentary, I hope they make a movie about that one day as well. That's an updated version of the CP5, bro. What Corey went through is the same thing Khalif went through. And just thank God Corey didn't take his life. But that's everything Corey went through is the reason Khalif took his life. If you watch the documentary, they went through the same things. Khalif talked about how he sat in solitary because he got beat up every day. He was too small. They had him in solitary in 109-degree weather every day, no AC. And that and Cor that happened to Corey in 89, 90, and they then they sent him to Attica after that. Yeah, so you mean tell me the shit that happened shit with Khalif happened in 2011. So that you mean tell me they ain't fixed the jails in twenty in, in fifteen years, though? Bro, they just had they just what was that? What was that? Like August or some shit when I don't know them people was protesting that there was no air and shit like that. That was a different jail, but yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm saying just I, no, that, that systems, period. That like, was a jail with no air during a uh, cold front. Like it was like negative nine degrees for a week and they ain't have no heat. 
correctional facilities. It's crazy. Like these, these shits are part of our taxpaying dollars. Y'all act like we not human still. As black men, as minorities, as convicted, y'all act like we still we just just because we caught a charge, you know what I'm saying? Whether you did it or not, right or wrong, we still human. We still living beings. So, hey man, they strip they strip you of your rights, man. Once you, I mean, that's why I never under, like. It's crazy because I want to say it's like I don't know understand why people decide to go back. Like we was talking about last week with the baby and like how Kodak just keeps going back. Like bro, they keep stripping you of your rights, bro. Every time you going back, like why Big do you facts. keep committing these crimes, bro? Like it's so hard for me to understand. Like why would you want to keep being institutionalized? Big facts. You know what I'm saying? Like keep your like keep the little bit of freedom that they got. Cause even though they say we have freedom, we got all these amendments and all these these constitutional rights, we really don't because there's there's loopholes to each and everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're looking at your phone. You think you got freedom on your phone, you don't have freedom on your phone. You think you got freedom in your house, you don't have freedom in your house. You say you got freedom of speech. Nope, you don't got freedom of you speech. Don't. You can't say whatever you want to say because you say be, you, you can be ladies, you, for that. Ladies, you say you got freedom of your body. No, you don't. You can't. You ain't got freedom in all these states. Exactly. You can't do what you want with your body. So just like so. I mean, take the little bit of freedom that you have as a person, because this is not the land of the free. I don't give a fuck with nobody. It's the land of the free for some people, but not everybody. Fuck everybody that, ain't man. living that way. I'm ready to get the fuck out of America. I don't know where I'm gonna go, but I mean, everybody ain't. Hey living Mo, can I get a time check real quick, Mo? Guys, I think we're about to wrap it up. But you know. you're right. That shit crazy, man. What was the positive? Ah, it was an hour. Yo, you know what's crazy? I looked at my paper. It wasn't no positive, nigga. Oh, I was about to choose. Oh, <laughs> so shit. fucked up. I got some positive shit. Yo, well, though. okay, real quick. Get I got your shit in. positive shit, man. Hey, yo, ladies. <laughs> at these day parties and these brunches, right? You know what I want to see this year, man? I don't want to see nothing but sundresses, baby. You know what I mean? Put that neon shit the fuck back in the <laughs> Put it back in the closet. Put that bodysuit back in the closet. Just bring the sundress nah, body back suit's out, man. been around for about like, two years. I got, I, got, I got the picture of uh, my nigga Diddy, how he was looking at my... <laughs> it was a, you ain't ever seen the video like how uh, where uh, Diddy was recording me. Nah. Oh, oh yeah, I swear. Bro, how he looked over there in that first live. That's how I want to be looking at the shorties in the sundress. Like, you got to bite the top lip. Like, mm-hmm. Yo, Meek looked mad uncomfortable <laughs> in the pool. <laughs> Hey, yo. yo, I just want to see all the sundresses just walking by. Know what I mean, and I got, if, hey, if you ain't if you but if you ain't get your body right, don't 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 slide in that thing though, baby. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Summertime vibes. Know what I mean, get the get the grills going, and that's that's all I'm asking for. Uh man, um, two things I want to say. Uh, I'm a Nets fan, but the Golden State Warriors. The Horriers. I was going to stay Horries. I'm so tired. I always hated. I remember when you. I remember when they the 73 and nine season. I was like, why y'all want them to win? You was like, oh, I'm just a fan of history. I hated them. I always hated them. I never liked them. But I'm just a hater by nature. I'm pessimistic, so I'm just happy to see them finally lose. I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm happy anytime a team gets dick eaters and the dick eaters are quiet and they got nothing else to say. You think it's about to be over? It's over, dog. I don't I care. And I said, and I and I never addressed it in the podcast, but Mo, no, oh no, I've been saying it. It's I said, I said without KD, no, it's not. Whatever. We'll talk about. It. We'll talk about it tomorrow. No, it was no, the game no, tonight. No, we can talk about it right here. Like we just going. Right, I'm just going to say this. It's going to seven because I. Steph, okay. Steph and them are not going out three one, so they're going to win this game five. That's going to happen. They're going to win this game five in Toronto with yes. the momentum. Yes, they're going to win game KD five. KD playing? Who playing? I'm. I, 
without KD. They, they not even win. if KD doesn't they, win, they, play this game. I, I got KD coming back game six. They can't beat. They can't the beat Toronto without KD. They K- beat them. They beat them one time. That's enough. No, that, it's that not. Means they can win again. No, it's not. They they lost a game without Klay Thompson. That was the first game that they played without Klay Thompson. They lost a game with Kate Klay Thompson. That's his game right back off the injury. No, they lost game one without with Klay Thompson. And then they won They game lost two. both games in the regular season. The point I've been trying to make for the past two weeks with Mo and O, Golden State hasn't had a successful wing since LeBron has been on Cleveland the first go around. That was the reason they went to get KD because they had Iggy. Iggy's slowing down. He's getting older. He had he's injury prone now. We see it. Iggy's a great defender, great shooter, closed out game two. They haven't had a wing defender or offensive wing in so long. That is what they they were never gonna go back and beat uh, Cleveland again. If 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 uh, LeBron would have stayed and KD would have never went, Cleveland wins another ring because LeBron found the formula to beat them. They didn't have any wing offensive players or defenders that could really help out on LeBron. So, make a long story short, when they get KD, he goes, wins his two rings. We start to see, we realize when KD leaves, that team, that that Golden State team that beat, uh, what was that, the Blazers? That Blazers team didn't have any wing players. So, it was a backcourt versus backcourt. That was an easy, that was an easy sweep. Now you going up. They would have struggled with Milwaukee too. Now you going up against a team that has four wing players that can get you twenty points. Four wing players that can get you that get you a bucket. I'm just telling you right now, this shit going against. Without your star wing player and your your wing defender, your MVP Iggy is injured. So who's gonna stop your four wing players? And they defensively just impeccable, bro. What, what Mike Tyson said, my style is impetuous. I'm ferocious. I want to eat your heart. Game seven. I ain't seeing it, bro. So we'll see pay, pay attention, man. Kawhi, Pascal, Ibaka, um, and Danny Green, bro. They could all they could all defend and they could all get you 20, bro. All, all of them, bro. All I'm going to say is this, brother. Ibaka could shoot. Kawhi could pressure, shoot. Pascal going in. Like, all right, bro. All right. If KD don't come back, it's over. They need. This is the one series they needed KD for. That's all I was saying. I with KD, yes, it, it probably would have been an over and five. Without KD, it's over, dog. I've been saying this shit for two weeks. Uh, fuck the Horiers, man, and fuck all they diggies, man. Oh, what was your second point? Um, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> once I start going, in, once I go into my rant, bro, we just gonna name a segment Rube's rants. Once I go into a rant, I forget all my train of thought. Mm, yeah, hold on. All right, game seven. But yeah, I just want to thank our supporters. You know, the avid listeners, the ones that keep coming back each and every week. I want to thank the new listeners oh, yeah. continue to support. <laughs> you know, I got, that's all I want to do. Yo, thank you. Rakia, I hope you're feeling better. I'm going to call you later. Get your mind right, head right, ready for war. Love bleak is murder. That was corny. Um, that shit was trash. Uh, two things. Oh, no, I do have I do have some. I do remember. I did remember. <laughs> remember how we talked about uh, two weeks ago, leave the baby alone, bro? Yo, leave 50 alone, too, bro. Stop giving that nigga money. Leave 50 alone. Young boy from Patterson ran up on 50, and 50 was about to get off on that nigga. And you know how I know 50 was about to get off on him? Because any nigga wearing a plaid shirt with cargo shorts and them bullshits that 50 had on his feet, I know they stabbed the nigga before. (laughs) But the thing is, he ain't even have it open, though. Like, he didn't even have to be the show, and the shit was buttoned all the way to the top. Yo, 
like, yo, bro, at least swag though. Son had it tied up to the neck. <laughs> like, bro, why you got that? Why you got that shit put to the top? Why are you bro? even wearing a long sleeve a button up with shorts anyway? <laughs> they lucky. They lucky seen that camera, bro. Yeah, he, he was about to get a shorty. Shorty looked all right. Shorty thinking in the motherfucker. Yo, man, leave the baby alone. Leave fifty alone. Stop loaning. Stop asking that nigga for money, cause he collecting. That shit funny as hell when he be collecting. <laughs> niggas, niggas, yo, I forgot who it was. I forgot. Uh, oh, it was the nigga. What's his name? Rotimi. The nigga that. Rotimi. Rotimi. Yeah, Rotimi. <laughs> <laughs> he called the nigga Rotimi, dog. Yo, because the nigga was like, you know what a nigga be like, see what it's like? Oh, yeah, you owe that nigga money. He said, see, it ain't even like that. I'm going to tell you how it is. Like, anytime a nigga say that, he owe a nigga money. Yeah. Anytime you got to tell us how it is, <laughs> oh, yeah, you owe that nigga money. You, you might not know that nigga that, that exact amount, but you owe that nigga something. You stupid, yo. Nah, oh, man. And with that being said, this is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This Podcast. <laughs> What's this, episode 14? We're moving along, man. I'm your boy Goldie Rube, Goldie Fats. Smooth with me, man. Holla at y'all later, man. Leave the baby alone, too. We waiting on this, too, man. Fuck, man. Where this song at? I got in with that stick and I'm with that. Break a nigga and half like a Kit Kat. I've been trying to be positive, mom. They ain't fucking with Jonathan, mom. No, you know, but they motherfuckers stuff on the map and now they don't know nobody's shit. Me. I send one of my little niggas come take you off. You get laid on the floor by a chick. Me. Got pulled over with 55K in my pocket. The police, they know I'm the chick. The police, they know I got sticks. They be worried about me. They know I'm a click. These niggas, they know I'm a dog. I ain't worried about him. I know you're a bitch. The next nigga that come play with me, I'ma send him to go ask Tupac for a pick. Bitch, they say I'm the hottest new nigga. Go check the thermometer. That nigga sick. Hot. Nigga must have a fever or something. Her he was born up in Cleveland or something. Uh-huh. Let me give you a history lesson. We moved back to Charlotte, 1999. Okay. I ain't saying that none of that matters. Cause if somebody tells me that somebody died. No cap. Why he talking so calm when he say that? Huh? How you make him rewind and we play that? Yeah. Well, you know, get a fade once a week and ain't trying to get waste. Fuck a motherfucking uh-huh. wake cap. Every time that the DJ plays, show niggas throw up their arms like a motherfucking racetrack. Every time the mo- yo dog, he said, "Who the fuck you know get a wave, get a wave cut and don't wear no wave cap, yo." <laughs> I forgot to say, yo, call us up if you want to request. Number is one eight hundred eight.